Welcome to Tea with Tia, a podcast that includes conversations about nutrition, TCM approaches to health and well-being, how to use functional medicine to help detect a healthy gut, biohacks for healthy living, and all types of hacks for different little knickknacks and everything in between. Today, on the episode, our first episode with Tea with Tia, we are going to talk about gut health to synergized with TCM, nutrition, the meridian system, and your microbiome. So, a lot of people are such a huge fan these days of intermittent fasting or fasting which is super empowering to get your ketones in line and making the liver happy. And then you're having uber, uber amount of energy. And I definitely am in line with intermittent fast and I do that myself. However, I can't do the 20 to 40 hours that some people are capable of doing, but it really does help promote your, you know, mitochondria health and giving it a break. So I am a major fan and an avid listener of The Pharmacy Doctor, Dr. Mark Hyman, and also our dear, um, I'm sure, fitness guru, Ben Greensfield. Um, And they're both are super, super into fasting. And in Chinese medicine, for my studies and in a TCM approach, are not a major fan of fasting per se. They don't feel like harming the system or depriving the system is a key factor. But as Ben Greensfield said, which was mind blowing to me, that your chi is your mitochondria and it's definitely that force and vitality for your cell to have energy and ATP. So I kind of blend in my practice in um, my wellness center that I practice out in South Pasadena for the over a decade now and I've gotten into functional medicine um, and I synthesize it with TCM and the nutrition based on everybody's constitution because not everybody can fast if they're more prone to being you know hypoglycemic from autoimmune so then we can test other different things, but most likely in Chinese medicine, for thousands of years, we've been preaching about the gut and the mind. And everybody's like, uh, I don't know how that's connected. And these days in the uh, psychology arena, they even go in depth with like, the posterior, the anterior cortex of the vagus nerves, but essentially that is your shen, your heart meridian, and your gut is your spleen meridian, and it connects when, for example, when you have that gut feeling, or butterflies, or stage fright. 
it's the same thing as as your mind starts to get nervous all of a sudden you get a little gassy or bubbles <laughs> you have to go urinate due to fear and the spleen chi kind of adds that worries and fear so your gut you know from the vagus nerve from your shen it listens even if you don't talk or echo out those words as you start to fear and have that thought it dumps it into the gut and all of a sudden it's filled with candida and bacteria and now you have SIBO oh, or IBS or all types of GI issues and it's just been a challenge just using TCM approach to treat you know gastrointestinal issues until I got involved with functional medicine and synthesizing it with Chinese herbal medicine adding some herbal antimicrobial doing a simple food test um, you know and seeing if there's methane in the breath things like that to see if there's that small intestine overgrowth bacteria but easily if your body can't break down prebiotic foods and you gas and bloat even after you steam it that's a huge issue or what I like to do is a cracker test to try to break down that carbohydrates just you know saltine crackers I have a patient chew half a saltine mix it with the saliva and swallow in time to see when they start to feel that sweetness or a change in taste to see if your pancreatic juice is breaking down that starch and if it's over a minute that's a problem there's definitely bacteria and when there's bacteria we really don't want to use fermentation foods because it adds more and more bacteria and a lot of people feel like oh but I thought sauerkraut pickle briny yogurt or kimchi is so good for me because these are probiotics true but your gut health has to be a hundred percent because you'll continue to add more and more bacteria dumping into your colony so a simple stool test just to see what bacteria is in your microbiome and that functional medicine component is so so useful for uh, for us to treat gut issues so anyhow that is something that I wanted to share with everybody that approach that with all the trends with ketogenic diet um, or fasting they're all great and good for the health you know with the I treat some cancer patients with you know keto diets and things like that and um, I think that it's pretty effective with making sure that we're implementing the correct nutrition as we go through the treatments with chemotherapy and radiation as an adjunct nutritionally you know um, I also aid them with herbs for nausea and things like that but keto is definitely a diet that I'm a huge fan of so we can talk a little bit more about that and a lot of people sometimes are pretty deceived by what ketogenic diet really is you know I have a cousin she's in her 20s and she's quite overweight and she's been struggling with 
her weight for quite some time. Uh, ever since she was a small child, you know, when she was, I think, I was babysitting her and she was probably about maybe six years old and her parents bought her 20 pieces of McDonald's chicken nuggets and that small child ate it in five minutes. She finished a whole box. So pobrecita, I thought. And you know, and she's just been struggling. She's about 5'1", and I believe today at about 28 years old, 5'1", you know, she's closer to 160, 170, so <laughs> like a wobble board. Um, and so she does keto, and she loses weight, but the thing is that she's eating like chicharrones, she's eating bacon, and just all of these saturated fat that are not great for your heart health. So when you do some apps, you know, some keto apps, it'll always say, oh, well, what's your fat content today? And what that should really be is a good balance of good polyunsaturated, and you know, monounsaturated mono fats like avocados, nuts, Sure, you could have some bacon, but you know, it's like not bacon fat. Sure, you can have some grass fed uh, butter. You can do a bulletproof coffee, and, and that's fine. But for me, my lipid panel is pretty off the roof if I did anything saturated. So, again, my constitution, because of stress and you know, pandemic and things like that, that my cholesterol panel has pretty sky high, that I have to be very cautious. But then it really, really leans me out. So I do keto-esque, more pescatarian. And I balance my diet with vegetables, unsaturated fat, and an occasional, you know, I mean, I'll do MCT oil and things like that. But everybody's different. And the approach is you just have to be really mindful. And, and you definitely, when you find challenges, metabolic challenges... Um, you know, go to a certified functional medicine doctor and, and, you know, seek out treatments, get some tests. There could be so many issues, not just hormonal imbalance. You know, there could be so many things that's happening to your gut health and getting that stool check to see where your bacterias are, the good ones and the bad ones, and also how we can increase it. And there's certain nutrition and food to help promote like the good bacteria, you know, acromasia, acromancia, actually, I apologize with my pronunciation. You can actually uh, grow it just like you grow kombucha. You know, you can drink something, there's a list of things you can drink simply, you know, pomegranate, or you can drink cranberry juice just to help aid in growing that good bacteria to go and help uh, with SIBO and munching. Its job is to munch all these fibrins. So there's so many things that you can do to really help your gut health for weight loss to control, you know, if you're pre-diabetic or even if you're diabetic and you're on metformin for quite some time, you can start to change your nutrition 
And, you know, if you're serious, you can start, you know, weaning yourself out. Obviously, talk to your doctor about perhaps implementing something like berberine, which is pretty strong. It's, you know, it's like an Indian bark. It's also in Chinese medicine. It's in the Yellow Brothers family. You know, we've got um, turmeric, ginger, you know, all these little herbs that are so good. It, in Chinese medicine, it directs with each meridians and organs. So oh, I call them the Huang brothers. So you get like Huang Bai, Huang Qi, Huang Lian. And they go for like your lungs. One matches the lungs. One helps aids digestion. One helps aid kind of your urogenital area to really detoxify. So berberine is kind of in that category in Chinese medicine. So it's pretty incredible if you go to some of the science journals, they've done studies with berberine and how it really helps metabolizes your blood sugar and also your lipid panel. Uh, not only that, you, you can take things like cinnamon to control your blood sugar. I have a patient who, you know, her A1C was a little high. She has macular degeneration. And I just put her on this simple puka tea blend. And it's just like a tea bag from London. It's really delicious. It's great for the holidays. And it's got three different types of cinnamon, which is really uncommon. It's got cinnamon from Saigon. It's got cinnamon from India. And I believe the other one is from Indonesia. But you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not 100% where the other major cinnamon farms are but it's pretty potent it's delicious it's naturally sweetened um and she drinks that daily and her a1c level dropped just by drinking that tea so cinnamon is it's pretty powerful so little herbs like that that i would implement and synergistically put together in my practice, I find great results with your microbiome, your gut health. And then you add something like intermittent fasting. So you're not chasing the sugar, you know, eating every two to three hours because you feel like, oh my God, I feel so hungry. But what exactly did you eat? You know, we don't really have to pay attention to our macros. We don't have to be super uber discipline. I mean, you can, you can jot everything down on my fitness pal. It's a free app. It goes through your macros from your height and weight and you write down your goals. You write your diary. It's very empowering to write all the foods that you eat. And then at the end of the day, after you notate everything, you can see if you've reached, you know, all of your unsaturated fats, all of your proteins, where your golds are, all your carbohydrates, your simple carbohydrates, um, things like that. And then you add on to your exercise, your water intake. So it's a great app. It's free. I use it myself. And, and you can discipline yourself and do something like that. But you don't have to. You can really just watch exactly what you know, what's necessary for your body. You can simply just eat clean, unrefined. Um, you know, if it's in a box and you, it's got a barcode, don't eat it. If you want to eat hummus, just, you know, blend it and make it. 
There's so many different cookbooks, you know, to make some vegan stuff. But if you avoid inflammation foods, which is sugar and starch, it is already, uh, you know, you've already done your body just amazing things. It's going to start to feel good. You'll be less constipated, less bloated. Your mind will be less foggy. And a lot of people think that, oh, wow, I mean, I got rid of gluten and I feel amazing. Yes and no. You know, our body just, our microbiome as we age, it just gets weaker and weaker. And then our glucose level, the way it moves you know, in our blood, it just gets thicker and more viscous as we age. So that's why they say, that, you know, diseases like macular degeneration, Parkinson, uh, Alzheimer's and dementias like diabetes 3 because your, your head is just, you know, there's so much, it's, it's, there's not a lot of movements, you know, the blood is so viscous and so thick. And, you know, there's a couple of things to do to really allow the blood to move a little bit smoother and control your cholesterol, your total cholesterol, without taking a statin per se. Um, and that can be on another episode because it's pretty in-depth with, you know, talking about ozone and different things like that, that I absolutely am in favor and I am and I partake in these types of treatments. So that will be episode two. And then I'll have some uh, fitness guru, nutritionalist, um, uh, you know, and some other folks that will interview in the future. But this is our very first episode that I just kind of want to get a feel, record, feel good about it, see the sound quality. Um, and then, you know, we'll go from there and see where the podcast goes. But it's been a lot of fun jumping into your gut health and TCM. So I hope everybody enjoys it. Subscribe to my podcast to wherever you find your podcast. Um, enjoy your cup of tea. Disclaimer, this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast does not qualify as a medical diagnosis from a doctor. This podcast does not provide any medical services or have any claims of curing any conditions. If you are looking for help in your medical endeavors, seek out a qualified medical doctor or a physician that may offer functional medicine. It's important for you to have a licensed practitioner to help you make change and oversee your health.